Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Their names are nice and long and have the word ski at the end of them, and they sound great when you put the word hay in front of it. And you eat a big sandwich with oh, a beer. Yeah. Hey, Shadarsky. You want to go get a Brock and right. some beer? That's where I'm from. That's yeah. Cleveland right there. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show right here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You like the way I sound? Do I sound a little bit better? You sound much better. Much what better? What huh? happened? Dave Paraconi, my little audio uh, uh, wizard friend, has made me a new microphone, and he has promised to make you a new microphone as well. Really? Uh, yeah, so next week you'll probably sound a little bit better because you should have a new microphone my as gosh, well. My yeah. gosh, I hope I sound better better than you. How oh, about that? I don't think that's at all possible. Yeah, You're also angry at me. We went and saw the film La La Land, and you didn't like how it ended i I can't even say how it ended has everyone seen it but us no 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 don't 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 play spoiler person but you didn't like how it ended you liked the movie but you didn't like how it ended no i'm i'm kind of angry now you're angry at the whole thing okay well i i i liked it i liked the i liked la la land even though it's an old mgm musical knockoff i actually liked the thing i'm joe burns you are The Angry Tammy Burns. The Angry Tammy Burns. Well, Angry Tammy Burns, let me ask you a question. Is it still considered selling out to you? Because it used to be considered selling out straight away. Is it still considered selling out to you for a musician to place his or her music inside of a commercial? Nah. No, you don't think so? No. What about if the musician went out of his or her way to record a jingle for uh, a commercial or for a television show or something like that, specifically went out of their way that this is what I'm going to do? Somebody didn't reach out and grab their song. They went into the studio with the idea, I am going to record for this product. Right. What do you think? Is that selling out? Not to me. It isn't to you. No, cause, well, but only because I understand that most musicians are not making a ton of money. That's exactly and, the problem. And it's okay. it's okay. I get the money any way you can. Right. That's the problem now. I ran Why into Why is that a, the problem? Well, see, I ran into a wonderful article and that led me to another and another and another and I'm going to tell you all the articles I ran into. But God, it sounds like Pinterest. It, it it goes on, doesn't it? Put a pin in that. Uh, I found one called I'm with the brand how artists and advertisers can work in harmony by a guy named Kyle O'Brien. It's on the drum.com. It's back from February of this year. But he stated that it's no longer perceived as selling out. It's perceived as selling up. 
And a lot of people, I know that's just playing with the word. Yeah. I get it. I get just kind of playing with it. But here's the thing. It used to be that if you stuck your song in a commercial, you were seen as such a horrible, horrible band. You were selling out to the man. You weren't You weren't pure. Here's the problem, though. That was back when radio was still being done. That was back when people could still buy your music. But now that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So you have to make a living at the thing. So when Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin was used by Cadillac, it was just, how dare you do that? And the thing about that Rock and Roll being used by Cadillac, it was also known that the doors were offered something like $15 million to use break on through. And wow. the doors were like, you guys are great because you didn't sell out, yeah. but Zeppelin did. And the doors are great. Well, here's the, the thing. The doors and Zeppelin don't need the money, but rock groups today do. Right. because. And I've said this again and again, and I've caught heck from it from listeners. They've sent me emails music has no intrinsic value anymore and I keep saying it and I know that upsets some people but I really believe it so what I'm going to do today is talk about how the relationship between advertisers and musicians specifically indie musicians is really evolving it's really changing and it's not being seen as horrible anymore And I'm going to play a playlist from people who are using their songs and also from places that used the songs in the past. For example, do you remember when Michael Jackson bought the ATV catalog and had all of that? Yeah. And the first thing he did was sell Revolution to Nike. Yes. Right? The Beatles sued him. The problem is Yoko Ono had signed off on it. So, gosh, I'm sorry. Here you go. Beatles Revolution here on Rock School. Coming out of the Beatles, one of the ones that really made people uncomfortable, Revolution. Obviously, Michael Jackson owned the song, and I mean, he could have taken it out in the street and burned it if he wanted, but the Beatles got upset. Here's another one. We talked about rock and roll as well. The Art of Self-Destruction by Nine Inch Nails was used by Levi's Jeans. So, I mean, there There was money being made there as well. Steppenwolf's Born to be Wild was used by Diet Pepsi. Remember Diet Pepsi did sort of a takeoff on the Easy Rider movie? I do. Yeah, see, that was used as well. Uh, Good Vibrations was used to sell sun-kissed soda for a little bit. Uh, Mercedes-Benz used the Janis Joplin song, Mercedes-Benz, of course, missing the entire materialism-based concern in it, but still, they used it. And people got upset over this. And there was a time, 
personally, I believe that that made sense because there were two streams of money that artists had, and that was obviously selling music and touring, but the whole concept of selling music is gone. Once again, the uh, the name of the article that got me thinking about this is I'm With The Brand, How Artists and Advertisers Can Work in Harmony by a guy named Kyle O'Brien. You'll find it on thedrum.com. And he says it's no longer selling out. A lot of artists consider it selling up, and it has nothing to do with the concept of I want to become rich as Nickelback says living in a hilltop house driving 15 (laughs) cars it's the idea of I need to make a living at this I just want to live middle class right I want to do what a guy who has a job in a factory does I want to have a house yes I want to have a wife I want to put my kids through college I want to make a living as a musician and that runs him into trouble It says here, back in the 2000s, as a matter of fact, the year 2000, right in the money, there was a a lot of resistance because people were still buying CDs and it was easy for an artist to say, no, thank you, I don't want to do this. And it was easy for the artist's audience to say to him, no, you shouldn't do that because... You know, you'd be selling out, man. You Dude. wouldn't Yeah, you wouldn't do that. But a guy named Kenny Ochoa of Quiver Licensing and that's what he does. This guy Kenny Ochoa, he gets musicians attached to businesses. He said back then it was all gravy. It was just money, but now it's the way it's done. Radio play and sales were far more important back then, but not anymore. Uh, Kenny Ochoa says now the conversation is not whether to do it, but whether the partnership is good for both parties. And what Kenny does is he attaches the business to an artist so that the artist is selling a product that makes sense. For example, KISS back in 2011 sold Old Navy clothing. I do remember that. Do you remember that? I do. You know, Old Navy is not KISS clothing, or maybe it is. So I guess when they used the song, I want to rock and roll all night, it should have been rewritten as I want to rock and roll most of the evening and get to bed around 10. Uh, That's my life. Because I'm wearing mom jeans and the stretch waist pants and sort of a layered look. Kiss on Rock School. Wanna rock and roll most of the evening and, and get, get to, to bed, bed around 10. ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, uh. here's the thing. <laughs> Is there any Viagra? Um, wait, wait, or, what? Or Cialis? Wrong, wrong show. Oh, wrong is show. that the wrong show? Yes. What's funny is I'm looking here. Uh, actually, Viagra was sold, and we may play this song a little bit later on. 
Um, we may play it at the end of this break. No, we won't. I got another song set up here. Uh, Viagra was used um, using uh, Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley. Really? Do you remember they resang it? Viva Viagra. Oh, my God. Viagra. And you know, Viva means kind of long live. Yeah. Like long live Viagra. I was going to say, if it lasts more than four hours, call your doctor. Call your. Go to the emergency room. Call your friends. Something ain't right. Call your friends and brag about it. (gasps) Okay. Uh, It says here there's a website called Indie88. I N D I E, the number eight, the number eight dot com. I'm looking it up. Go ahead. What they did was list a bunch of bands that got started by selling their music to an advertiser, not the opposite way around. They weren't major people like you two, where bands were sort of grabbed by advertisers. This is where the band itself was sort of halfway known, and then somebody reached out of nowhere and went, pluck. I'll take you. And because the advertiser used it, people sort of ran to the interweb and went, who is that? I love that song. And it started their career. You want to hear some of these things? Yeah, I I do. Apple Music was well known for this because not too long ago, what they were doing was selling their Nanos and their iPods. And they sort of grabbed the next best thing. They sort of had a magic touch about what was going to be up and coming in the world of music. Do you remember the song Jet, Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Yeah, I do. That was the very first piece of music that was used on what they called the iPod silhouette commercials, where it was sort of just a green background or a yellow background or a red background, and then just the black outline of the person dancing, and you could see the 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 wire from the earbuds going to the iPod. Yeah, Jet got their start because they were plucked out of the sky from Apple. Wow. Not kidding. Nice start. Uh, nano chromatic spots were started by a group called Chairlift. They used something called bruises. Look that one up. Mac Airbooks. Uh, New Soul was used for that. And a group called Feist. Their song, one, two, three, four, sold nanos. I'll give you another one. Matt and Kim had a song called Daylight, and it sold Bacardi, Comcast Infinity, and Mars Bars. Wait, wait. Mars bars. Mars bars. Yeah, candy. Why not? Uh, Born Ruffians had a song called Little Garcon that was used in the American Express ads. And something called Passion Pit had a uh, song called Take a Walk. It was used for the Taco Bell commercials that sold the Taco Bell Fusion. I don't remember what the Fusion was because to me, Taco Bell only exists when you're selling the tacos that have the Dorito shells on oh them. Oh, my God. Shut up. I know. Now that, I want one of those. I know. That and a large Dr. Pepper. Oh, my gosh. Stop go. it. Stop it. Right. I'll give you one more that we're going to play. Uh, the very first iPod commercials were by uh, a group called the Ting Tings. Shut up and let me go. And it's one of those things. I, I don't know what that song is. Oh, yeah. You know it. You know it because you know the commercial. Okay. Say it. Here are the Ting Tings here on Rock School. Hint. 
to the first break, we have a brand new affiliate. And so what we're going to do is mention that affiliate in both breaks. Okay. But we do need to keep with the topic here. We're in Lafayette, Tammy Burns. I like it. We are now I know in, people La in Lafayette. Lafayette, Louisiana. Not Lafayette, Lafayette. Oh, it's Lafayette? Lafayette. Yeah. See, I'm not from here. I'm not from where, uh, where there's a lot of French speaking. Uh, I come from the area where there's a tremendous amount of people who have the word ski at the end of their name. Their names are nice and long and have the word ski at the end of them and they sound great when you put the word hay in front of it. And you eat a big sandwich with oh, a beer. Yeah. Hey Shadarsky. You want to go get a Brock and right. some beer? That's where I'm from. That's yeah. Cleveland right there. Also, we've been taught to hate Pittsburgh. Not that we have any people in Pittsburgh, but... Uh, Stop it. If you're from Cleveland, you come out of the womb and the first thing they do is say, learn to eat brats. Okay. And hate Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's we of course we can't seem to get the Browns to do anything, but okay, back to the actual topic. Oh my god. Here's the thing, uh another uh, another person who is in charge of getting bands attached to these uh, you know these songs. Yeah. The this one person who is in charge of doing all of this, uh, a person who's in charge of licensing and such. They say it's a good idea to have popular songs because what happens is people align themselves with the songs and what it does is break out a an audience immediately. Like if you did a heavy metal song, what it would do is break out the audience immediately. It gotcha. Some show, popularity immediately. Exactly. It would yeah. show males uh, because heavy metal is generally a male-oriented oh, yeah. type of music. Yes, there are, I get it, I get it. Yes, 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 I know there are females that listen oh, to it. Oh, you just apologize to the female population out there, didn't you? <laughs> but dominantly, it's a male-type music. It breaks out an audience immediately, which gotcha. allows you to hit that audience. Here's what the person said. Be very careful aligning yourself with a celebrity or aligning yourself with a band because... If that band or if that celebrity does something really weird, you're aligned with that as well. And his suggestions were, do you remember the original face of Hertz Rent-A-Car? Do you, you remember? Yes, I do. Who was well, it? Well, that would be O.J. Simpson. That would be O.J. Running through Simpson. the airport with the uh, right. suitcase. Yeah, that's a problem. Jumping over stuff. Uh, and for a while there, Tiger Woods was the face of Buick. And during his time as the face of Buick, when everybody loved him, that's when it came out that he was cheating on his wife oh, with a blonde dirty, skier. dirty. Right, and she beat him up with a nine iron. Oh, my god! Yeah, that was a problem. Okay, who is our new affiliate out in Lafayette, uh, Louisiana? That's What's the call letters? K-N-H-S. Once again, K-N-H-S in Lafayette, Louisiana. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining the Rock School Radio Network. That takes us to 17. Oh, lucky 17. Lucky 17, because that's what people do when they go to the roulette table. They go, lucky 17. On red. Hot dog. Put it all on red and lucky 17. Back in a minute here on Rock School.
Coming out of the break, I do have one more interesting thing to concern yourself with. If you are going to choose a song, and uh-huh. this is, goes back to the concept of be careful con- you know, aligning yourself with a celebrity because if that celebrity does something, woohoo, yeah. you are aligned with it. You may be crazy too, huh? Exactly. You're the nut bar as well. If you align yourself with a song, make sure you understand what the song is about. For example, Lou Reed allowed a Honda scooters to use the song walk on the wild side it it how did, could that be bad it have you not listened to the lyrics to the song take a walk hey, on the wild side take a walk on the wild side first of all riding do, a do, honda do, scooter do, is do, not do, moving do, you to the do, wild do, side do, 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 do. am right. i right Second off, the line, uh, he is now he was a she. He said, Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. And another line goes, And all the color girls all go, Right. The song deals a great deal with transvestites. So, in the world today, take a walk on the wild side, baby. I get it. And then, furthermore, it includes everyone. I get it. I get it. I get it. But also, uh, the Rolling Stones were uh, approached to sell Pepsi using brown sugar. Oh, yes. I get it. My I favorite, get it. my favorite song. It's Pepsi. <gasps> I get it. Mm. Pepsi's brown. I get it. There's sugar in Pepsi. Oh, a lot. I get it. Except brown sugar, according to the Stones, is heroin. That's a problem that right is there. A problem. And I know what people are going to say, no, no, no. Uh, haven't you listened to the lyrics of the song? I get it. It's metaphor. It's heroin. Oh, my God. It's heroin. Yeah. Okay, good. Are here's, you playing that? Here's the Stones on Rock oh. School. Okay, coming out of the Rolling Stones. Tammy's looking at me like out of the corner of her eye. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about the fact that I believe that the Rolling Stones song Brown Sugar is about heroin. Let's say it is about slavery because it it just flat out states it. Right. And then it talks about African-American women. Let's say I'm completely wrong about the metaphor in it that it's about heroin. Ask so it's, Mick. It's Ask about, Mick what it's okay, about. Go, let's go. say it's just flat out about slavery. Okay. Okay, that's so much better to sell Pepsi. I'm being sarcastic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, it's it's bad all the way around. Get out, dude. Get yeah, out. get get away. Get away from the door. Oh, you you know it. All right, let's do this. I'm Joe Burns. You are. I am Tammy Burns. All right, seven days, seventy seconds. These are the rock and roll dates: May first through May seventh. I believe you have Monday, Tammy. Go. May first, nineteen forty-two. The U.S. government asked jukebox factories to work making war materials. Yep. May second, nineteen seventy-nine. The Who gives its concert after the death of drummer Keith Moon. Kenny Jones is the new drummer. May 3rd, 1986, the Silver Dollar City is reopened as Dollywood. May 4, 1991, Governor Ann Richards declares ZZ Top Day in Texas. Woo! May 5th, 2014, Beyonce sister, how do you say her name? Solange Knowles. Solange Knowles beat up (laughs) Jay-Z in an elevator 
and New York City. And you know the thing about it is, yeah. you, you kind of have to give Jay-Z some props there. You don't hit a woman. You don't hit a woman. You remember he, seeing the video of Right. That? He just stood there and took it because you don't hit a woman. You what have to give him some props. in the world did Jay-Z do? I don't know, not but I... Not only could he not hit a woman, but he knew right. he deserved being beaten up. I don't you know, know he that did. he deserved it, but I have yes, to give him did. props because he could have easily took a swing and finished it, but he understood you don't hit a woman. So there was a little bit of, okay, good for you, young man. Right. Uh, May 6, 1993, the IRS grabbed Jerry Lee Lewis's property and auctioned it off to pay back $1.6 million in back taxes. We've been to his childhood home. And uh, May 7, 1968, Reginald Dwight legally becomes Elton Hercules Jones. Uh, John, did you know that his middle name was Hercules? I had no idea. Oh, He's a superhero. Hercules, that? Hercules. <laughs> Hercules. Uh, okay, let's play another one here. Where's my uh, Where's my piece of paper? Here you go. Uh, we mentioned that Viva Las Vegas, uh, Viva Viagra for um, for uh, uh, I guess Viagra. Yeah. Yeah, Elvis. Let's play that. Here you go. Viva Viva Viagra here on Rock School. Right, like said, it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand Coming out of Elvis, uh, do you know Citibank? Now, we, yeah. don't, we don't have a Citibank credit card. I know Citibank. However, 200 million people do have a Citibank credit card. And Citibank, according to eventsmarketer.com, has built their business, an amazingly successful business, on the back of music and musicians. How about that? It says here Citibank is attempting to use what they can term or what they term hero moments where the brand creates a single emotional connection between itself and the customer and what they've done is they've chosen music. Now you and I don't have a Citibank card so I'm just sort of asking the audience out there if you have a Citibank card or do you know of someone who has a Citibank card who has gone to a Citibank customer concert or has gone to a Citibank event, some kind of entertainment event that has been a Citibank sponsored event. This is what they're doing. They're getting artists on board. Mostly the artists are country artists. And if you have a Citibank card, you have access to special tickets, access to backstage stuff. Getting tickets faster than somebody else? Exactly yeah. that. Yeah. It says here the music promotions have driven the company to a 200 million person subscriber base. And there's all kinds of special perks for people who have their city bank uh, credit cards, and it says currently 60% of all business done by Citibank is music-oriented in some way. And so you say to yourself, it's selling out if you, the musician, align yourself with something. It's just that if you align yourself with Citibank, 
you get more people to come to your concert. Have you seen the nationwide is on your side commercials as of late? I don't think so. What there's, is it? There's that nationwide is on your side. Yeah. And they had it sung by, I don't remember what the quarterback's name was, the, the guy who was for Denver. He, he, the Saints oh, beat him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of his name. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Alabama, actually, Louisiana dude. He played for Texas. I'm, his his name's going to pop into my head here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, not a great singer. But now what happened is they've got they've got Brad Paisley singing it. They've got all kinds of musicians singing it. Uh, blues musicians. Uh, again, Brad Paisley doing it. And I guess what they're doing is they're attempting to align nationwide with people who like those musicians. So it's not only the Citibank, it's people who need insurance, nationwide, nationwide insurance. Nationwide is exactly. on your side. You can sing that. Okay, we gotta play a song. Going back to my thing here. Do, 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 do. Remember when Creedence Clearwater Revival used Fortunate Son oh, yeah. in a jeans commercial? I do. Again, Fortunate Son is not, because they, they really did it all American with flags and yeah. such. Fortunate Son wasn't about a person who was off not to war high, yeah. and rah-rah. Not if, high on America. No, if you listen to the lyrics, it's about somebody that did their best to get out of serving for the country. But here you go, it's CCR, Fortunate Son, here on Rock School. Some folks are born made to wave the flag Ooh, they're red, white, and blue And when the dead at me I ain't no fortunate one Into the second break, have you ever heard of a pair of sisters? They're actually twins named Tegan and Sarah. No. No. Well, they no. have well, they have seven albums, believe it or not. Uh-oh. They may have eight by this point in time. Their seventh album uh, is known as Heartthrob, and it has a single on it titled Closer. Closer popped into the, uh, the charts, and people began to sort of look at them, including the people who make Oreo cookies. Okay. Nice. Well, here's the thing. They didn't, they, Oreo Cookies, did not take the song closer and say, okay, we're going to take it and we're going to turn it and we're going to twist it. We're going to use it to sell Oreo Cookies. What they did, what Oreo Cookies did was write a jingle for Oreo Cookies, specifically the new Oreo Cookies Wonder-Filled Cookies, where they had marshmallow in the middle or some different kind. It was something they, different than the regular Oreo they cookies. They Yeah, I know. I but, missed it. But they wrote this thing. They had professionals write it, and they went to Tegan and Sarah, this sort of indie darling group, and said to these two girls, would you please sing this jingle? And they did. And these two young ladies caught heck all over the independent music scene. How dare you do that? Well, here's the thing. Listen, Oreo is ab- is as about uh, innocent as you can get, right? Oh, I get it. And it doesn't matter. Maybe they'd have caught less heck had they wrote or written... They didn't even write it. I'm using the wrong verbs. Had they sang uh, a, you know, something for, I don't know... 
Duratex condoms, I guess. But here's the thing. They made the statement in a BuzzFeed story, quote, a tiny sliver of bands are doing well financially. Sarah Quinn made this, she's one of them, stated the rest of us are middle class at best. We're looking for a way to break through the glass ceiling financially. The second closer, that was their single, uh, got the top 40 radio airplay. We were involved in meetings with radio and marketing people who said the next step is getting a commercial. I can see why some bands might, might find this grotesque, but it's part of the business right now. It's they're basically stating we're not trying to be billionaires. We're trying to make a living doing this. Wow. And what's interesting about this, they were performing a corporate gig at (sighs) the time. They had a hit. So some, they didn't say what it was, but some corporation hired them. Well, now somebody's going to hate, hate them because you said that. Of course. But here's the thing. Some corporation hired them to sing three or four of their songs, yeah. probably at some lunchtime get-together. That's it. Your company, your major company, you work for a major company. I won't say what it is, but you work for a major company, and that company has brought in what the gap band and they used to until they they got a lot of flack from uh the public about bringing in bands and so they've they've really stopped the last probably five years they have chosen not to bring in bands which is too bad that's dumb that you can't entertain your employees no entertainment at all well that's dumb that you can't entertain your employees oh oh, it gets worse than that then they cut up they cut off the uh open bar at like uh you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Okay, well, that's flaming, flaming pitchforks. So go get two glasses of wine and yeah. you know, pretend you're getting it for somebody else. Yeah, but these these two young ladies yeah. are just trying to make a living I for goodness' totally sake. I totally get it. And so now they're up against not only the problem that I won't buy your music, but right. now I think you're uncool. Shut up. Who has I the know. right to think any of these things? I don't know. Hey, we got a new affiliate. Go ahead. Who hey, is it? Hey, that new affiliate is KNHS in Lafayette, Louisiana. Lovely. Woo-hoo! Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, we have to make this the last of uh, of our get-togethers Why? because we're just running out of time. That's oh, I the hate thing. that. I want to play the song Closer by Tegan and Sarah only because I think they deserve to have their song played only because they're not doing anything wrong. They're trying to make a living. There's, I'm going to protest if you play it. No, stop it. There's a, a point at which a musician has to look around and say, you know, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but... Look, I got bills to pay. I mean, these are two ladies. I have a husband. I have. This is our seventh album. So child insurance. Right. What are you talking I got about. Insu- I got dental right. bills. My kids need braces, man. You got it. The things that a person who's got a job inside of a, I, I mean, name it, a foundry or what have you. I got the same bills, man. It's the, just the fact that I'm making music and you're going to work in an office. And they're trying to make it. There's a guy named Rob Barbato. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. B-A-R-B-A-T-O. He's a producer and a former bassist with a group called The Distillers. And he's making money. 
He has, I mean, you can call it what you want, drank the Kool-Aid, all that kind of stuff. He is doing spec spots. He is doing all kinds of stuff in the world of selling product. He gets between two and $300 just for what he calls a demo sing. So what happens is a company contacts him and says, would you do us a favor and sing this jingle or sing this 30 second song? And they give him two to $300. He has a studio, obviously. People come and they pay him to record. But where he's making the majority of his money is with people attempting to sell products and he does the demos and what demos are are we're we're trying to see if these commercials work so we need sort of a a, a, a fake one if you right. will before we spend the money to make the real one yeah and we're going to test it right so it's they're demo market sometimes they call them spec spots and he states quote if someone in the independent rock world thinks this is bs they should take a look at themselves. They're doing the same thing. They're writing albums. People will stream 30 seconds of their blah, 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 curse word, curse word, curse word. And they'll say, oh, I like your album. They only listen to 30 seconds of your song. Well, I'm creating commercials that are 30 seconds long. So, and he considers that, you know, something to do. Interestingly enough, when he was interviewed, he was recording a woman that day, again, on a demo for a commercial who was barely scraping by financially, but was slated to play Coachella later that night. Oh my. Now she wasn't the headliner. She wasn't one of the names, yeah. but she was one of the backup musicians, Ooh. backup singers. And barely getting by. Right, behind one of the people that was one of the names. And here she is barely making her, barely making her Sad. money. Sad. And she's playing Coachella. She's not like down at the, the restaurant six days a week yeah how much She's joy can you have doing that when you're up you know when you're standing on stage yeah knowing that you can barely make your bills come on fair, now fair question fair question i'm joe burns i'm tammy burns we'll see you next week we'll do one that's just kind of fun just kind of hey this is interesting information see you next week class is dismissed all i want to get is a little bit closer all i want to know can you come a little closer? Here comes a breath before we get a little bit closer. Here comes a rush before we touch. Come a little closer. The doors are open, the wind is really blowing. The night sky is changing overhead. Like you're awesome.